Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Jordan. hey that's me. And today, we're here to talk to you about a video game, an interactive... No, I'm not making that joke again. Uh, I was thinking that. I was like, I hope he doesn't make it. I hope he doesn't go there. No, it was only funny once. Uh, It was only funny twice. A third time. That's true. It was already twice. Um, All right. You ready for the title of this game, Jordan? I give me a second. Okay, now I'm ready. It's like it's long. You got to prepare yourself. Caged bird, don't fly. Caught in a wire. Sing like a good canary. Come when called. Uh, Which. I assume it's like the opening stanza of a poem because the the only description for this game uh, on itch is uh, more words that I would interpret to be a poem. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll are... read those. I'll read those in a minute, perhaps. <laughs> uh, but before that, I'd like to say this is a game by uh, Tyler Switansky. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only person credited. So yeah. I I don't know if I assume that uh, Tyler uh, did everything. Uh, it's Good not job, a huge Tyler. game. It took about took about you know ten or fifteen. Well, probably fifteen or twenty minutes to play. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of a a, a trippy exploration. I mean, I as feel much like the as word interactive surreal digital more than trippy. Uh, yeah, surreal, surreal. I, trippy, I, 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 I mean, I've talked about this before. Trippy is a reductive word that I try not to use because it's <laughs> Although mostly Although I did literally say, whoa, dude, at one point. So, <laughs> <laughs> like out loud. Yeah, so. it's, got some, it's got some whoa, dude moments. But um, anyway, it's sort of a, a surreal, uh, strange uh, visuals, uh, sort of exploration first person game with uh, light interaction and in, in fact it it's uh it would have fit snugly into the um uh least game category oh, sure <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely an interactive digital art, art object, object and yeah. maybe not a game uh, <laughs> uh which is tongue-in-cheek if you're if you're not a if you're not a if you're a new listener this episode go listen to our edgies episode which is two episodes ago for a little context there <laughs> but but anyway um it's basically just a sort of experience uh sort of exploration game where you just kind of drink in the scenery and the sounds yeah. uh and it's uh it's good i i liked it a great deal for for how short and sort of uh quote unquote simplistic it is it left a distinct impression uh, yeah and a positive one yeah i i agree i was um i was entranced by it and the final moment was really like striking in a way that Oof. really stuck with me. Yeah. So we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, the thing that like jumped out to me immediately just by this about this game is how uh, it's totally like has no framing. Like there's, you know, there's no description on the itch page. There's mm. like no instructions at all. It just really like drops you in, into a like strange world. You just like get control of when you first, um, it like like sort of fades in uh, the, the sort of like uh, art style is this sort of like blurry pastel um, and it uh. sometimes makes it hard to uh, you know at certain angles tell exactly what you're looking at um, sure. and so the first moment you don't even really know what's happening and I, I sort of sat there for a second I was like oh can I control things and then you know shook the yeah. mouse it's like oh um, and then you're like uh, on this weird platform with like a street light 
and, and a path going forward. So naturally you just walk forward. But mm-hmm. it really, uh, I feel like part of the, the way this game makes such an impression is it just is like, is like totally just strange from the first moment. You're just like, what, what am I doing? Yeah. And, and kind of being presented as like the title of the game being like this poem or, or piece of a poem, uh, yeah. that's pretty ambiguous. And like, even, even after playing the game, it's kind of like, you know, uh, un- unclear what it means. And I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, it, I don't know. It sets the stage in a, in a very interesting, in a way that could just be like, well, I'm, I'm confused and I don't understand, but it kind of, I don't know. It kind of sucks you in, uh, pretty, pretty immediately. So you, you said, you mentioned you have this path forward. So you start walking forward and you're sort of in, I was thinking of it as, uh, the, the shark tunnel at the aquarium where it's like sort of slow and enclosed as you're like like that. Yeah. Walking through the glass tunnel, uh, except for, so you're, you're coming from this sort of like dark purple bluish background. And then, um, you're, as you're moving forward, there's like bands of the tunnel around you are like peer out into like a brighter color. It's hard to describe exactly what's happening, but it basically looks like you're seeing like little strips of a window into another world that looks totally different. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain it other than like, it's, um, it's a very like, it uses this effect in multiple places where like uh, the it's like a door um, that, you know, opens into another world. But if you look at it from behind, there's nothing there. Like that's yes. that's the effect that this game uses to stitch together its spaces. It's, in a lot of places. it's a distinctly video gamey effect because yeah. uh, even even if it were presented in something like an animated uh, movie, uh, you like you know you can have a character looking out a window into another world or into space or something, but it doesn't sure. quite capture the feeling of uh, basically having two worlds visible to you and being able yeah. to move around and change your viewpoint uh, between those yeah. two worlds and also have the 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 view into the other world disappear at the wrong viewing angle. It's like it's something that just like. Uh, based on how games are rendered and how 3d polygonal games work that you can, it's an effect you can achieve that I feel like really can't be communicated uh, in, yeah. in, in, in yeah, because what really makes it feel weird is your ability to uh, like yes. alter the, the angle of your, your viewing it. Um, it really makes it feel weird. Uh, it, it almost makes you feel a little, little bit of vertigo. Like you're like, like your sense of space is just like totally yeah. exploded by this effect. And it's really hard. I, I hope we've done a good job like explaining it, but I feel like uh-huh. people know what we're talking about, right? Like, yeah. If you can't, the, the itch page, uh, like the, the sort of top image is a gif of, uh, yeah. Uh, someone like sort of walking through the, the, this first tunnel. So you can get uh, some sense of it, but it, it's kind of like looking into a snow globe. If the snow globe, the world inside the snow globe were the same at the same scale of the world you're in is cause like interesting the, the fun, because like the fun of a snow globe is you're kind of like peering around, uh, you know, you can see all the little, you, you're changing your angle of viewing and this kind of yeah, like tiny world. So it makes it kind of interesting. Uh. It's, it's, it's like obviously not the same effect cause it doesn't have this the, the sort of toy like smallness, but it does have the, the same thing of like, I'm peering into another world and I can change the angle that I'm peering into it, uh, in, in a, in an interesting that's, way. That's that, an uh, interesting point of reference. I felt like, um, uh, the thing that I was thinking of is it feels kind of like the Mary Poppins bag, but as a, as a space. Oh, sure. The, there's like a deeper space 
within. Um, or uh, another thing that it reminded me of is it, it sort of felt like something that would appear in um, Outer Wilds, although I guess there's nothing exactly like this in Outer Wilds. There's stuff mm. that moves when you're not looking at it, but this is different. Yeah, and Outer Wilds or is Anti-Chamber. a little bit... that's a game that uses this Antichamber, effect. yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, antichamber and antichamber uses it even more like specifically and in a more of a mechanical way rather yeah. than in sort of an evocative um sort of more I guess not uh, emotional feels a different way it feels like the wrong word to use but in a way that is meant to elicit a feeling rather than in a way that is Be meant solved. to yeah. elicit bewilderment. <laughs> yeah, antichamber it's ultimately a puzzle game, right? So it's about like yes. like upsetting your sense of space and then like giving you the chance to master a new sense of space. Whereas this one sure. is just supposed to be like, whoa, like what is, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. It just sort of makes it feel otherworldly in a, in an interesting way. And it kind of, it's, it, I feel like this game fits snugly into a, a, a sort of, I don't even probably not a genre, but sort of trend of games of which we've played a few um, where the, the game is basically you exploring uh, a space and it's it's sort of like minimalist in a way and that there's like uh, or often sort of like rudimentary like uh, this game for example has an extremely low poly art style it's yeah. like it's not just low poly because low poly has kind of a meaning now uh, that doesn't just mean not that very many polygons but it <laughs> it has sort of a look of like flat shaded and this is like extremely low poly where like most of the objects in it are uh, square or pretty close to it. Yeah. Um, and the the environments are just sort of like collections of shapes and uh, trippy visual effects sort of applied onto those shapes and onto the skybox and the world yeah, around. I, I don't know if this is actually what it was going for, but the, the sort of like, um, you know, if you try to focus on the edges of a lot of things, they're like a little like weirdly blurried and like there's yeah. like a multicolor effect on them. It almost reminded me of like, looking at a 3d movie without 3d glasses on, um, especially oh, since yes. sometimes it does use red and blue. Um, yeah. I, I think there, I think there is an effect that is, uh, done something done to the screen to make it look like that. Yeah. Because, um, at the end there's this part specifically where you are walking in a white room and there are little black, uh, statues and they have that very distinct. Where yeah, you can see they did. The, I remember the that. blue and, and red sort of splitting, um, yeah. But also another thing that I noticed uh, when starting up the game is that uh, it's it it is forcing itself to run at an extremely low resolution. I don't know if you notice this, but when you like click launch, the Unity splash screen that uh, shows is like super low res. It looks like shit. I thought something was wrong with my computer, oh. and then once the game loaded, I'm like, oh no, this is on purpose. Uh, oh, I did notice. I didn't notice that, but I did notice uh -huh. that the um, the the when it did the opening credits the the text was almost hard to read it was so like yes um, so blurry uh, yeah so i, I think i think it's the same i think it's the same thing i think that's interesting uh, i didn't realize it was literally doing it through a unity setting rather than just like having it be you know so I, i'm i'm not i'm not entirely certain because there are definitely games like i think we talked about the the sock pop games how they have that sort of like yeah uh they have that sort of filter over them that yeah make everything have this kind of like jaggy uh like no anti-aliasing look to them uh but i think what this game does is like i don't know maybe they didn't you know have the budget to do that or couldn't figure it out or 
what I think is probably more likely, which is that uh, they tried the simple thing, which was to just like force unity to render the game at super low resolution. And then they were like, Oh, actually I really like the way this looks. It looks because it looks uh, like in, in screenshots or in uh, gifs, it looks similar to like the sock pop sock pop sort of aesthetic. But once you actually get into the game, it's like it, actually feels pretty uh different and distinct mm-hmm. because of like the blurriness and i think a lot of times blurriness can be seen as sort of like a bad thing uh uh in your game i mean especially because like game visuals are often obsessed with sort of like clarity and and um it's uh, so crisp, fidelity yeah. yeah that uh at first the blur kind of feels like oh off-putting but um i think it i think it totally works uh in the in this case yeah i do too and you know what um on the topic of the 3d i was actually just uh looking at the so the the little particle effect background on the itch page uh Uh i think that might literally it almost literally looks like a 3d effect Uh like i wonder i wish i had some 3d glasses Oh, I don't. I don't actually. Now that I'm looking at, there's a there's a red, blue, and a green band. Well, yeah, that'd be RGB. So my guess is they're just doing some like, uh, some sort of I forget what it's called. I know that it has, uh, a name, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, where you sort of uh, intentionally misalign the I know Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, the animated movie. Oh. Uh, does that to simulate uh, depth of field is uh, rather than uh, stuff being actually out of focus, they uh, apply this fe- uh, effect uh, to uh, things on the screen as they get further from the camera or, uh, you know, what would be out of focus rather than actually being out of focus. They sort of, oh, I, fr- I wish I could remember what it was calling, what it was called. You failed. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think that you're right. Um, I'm looking yeah. at the, it's I don't know if it would, well, it would actually create a 3d effect if you had 3d glasses on, but it does. That is what it. it evokes. Yeah. You'd have to have three eyes. So yeah, well, you know, some of us have more eyes than others. Um, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Weird so, flex, but so okay. we've only, uh, gotten through like literally the first, you know, it's only a 15 minute game. We've actually only talked uh-huh. about like literally the first three minutes. So you, <laughs> you walk forward down this hall and then you get to a door. Um, and there's a little, a very simple puzzle which is that there's three buttons you can push uh, and each one creates a tune and you realize, or like um, a, uh, a note, note um, and you, uh, you realize that the notes uh, correspond to the, the three note tune that's been playing in the background. Yeah, the little uh, melody. And so if you, you repeat it, uh, you open the door, um, which I thought was, I don't know, that, that part, like, was when it like hooked me. I was like, Oh, this is, Oh yeah. Weird. Yeah. And I guess now, uh, we should do, uh, Blake's music praise, uh, minute naturally, which is that, uh, we, we should uh, have I, a little theme song for it. And it's time for Blake's music praise. Ladies and gentlemen, the music is good. Uh, <laughs> this game, uh, has a very sort of simple musical style where basically each song, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for the most part, it's basically just like, it sounds like a person playing a simple song on a synthesizer with no other instrument in, instrumentation. It's like, you know, and it's just one synth sound used for each song. And they're, they're pretty simple, uh, compositions and like not, not super dense. Uh, but they're so good, man. It's just like simple melodies and, and chords and like very little structure, but like, uh, 
just enough to elicit feeling and set mood in such an effective way. And they, yeah. they really, they really, in the same way, uh, sort of having the, the game be rendered at this super low, um, resolution gives it like a lot of texture they use the the texture and the timbre of the synths the kind of like warbly and 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 um mm-hmm. um un uh unreliable sort of like pitch and 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 texture of of a synth to kind of uh make these simple compositions feel really um i don't know they they've like i attached to them uh very immediately each one um, and sort of was like sucked into the emotion of the of the music uh, in each case, uh, which really helped uh, sort of pull me into the, the sort of four, I guess, different scenes that you are are sort of in in the game. So like you have this first scene uh, of like you're well, walking yeah. through the tunnel it, that we've described. Different. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then you, you and then you rooms. Yeah. And then you get into this sort of like, I guess I'll call it a hub area. Antichamber. Um, yeah, where it's like a, a, a great big, hall. Yeah, a big a big hall that's kind of like empty, and there's no music playing here. There's just some kind of it, like it, does it sounds like you're in a empty hub warehouse. area from Mario sixty four. Uh, weirdly, yeah, it kind of does. Oh yeah, because it has the two uh, yeah. the stairways going up two either stairways. side with the door at the center. Yeah. <laughs> you're right; it totally yeah, does. It totally is like the that. Mario sixty four castle. Anyway, so you're <laughs> in this space, and there's uh, a door in front of you that's got three little. Uh, bars in front of it basically and then there's a door to the left a door to the right and then if you go up the stairs a door in the middle mm-hmm. and each of these leads to their own little uh area and with each their of own which has a and visual style a, like circular lantern hanging from the ceiling corresponding to it yeah which i didn't realize uh till later i, I want to circle back to the to the, the sort lanterns. of uh, lantern chandelier things but okay uh, anyway you sort of venture into each of these areas uh, wander around take in the the sights and sounds yeah each one um, has a very distinct feel to it like they all have a uh like a like a different color palette it's like the red the reddish pink room the green room the blue room yeah uh, you know one has and, a weird buddha statue thing um, yeah and they all have a big pillar with a little orb inside it that you mm-hmm. you pull a lever and it shatters uh and did you notice this, that the, the door in the middle of the room has three bars on it. And each time you shatter a pillar, yes. one of the bars goes away. Yeah. I didn't realize it until I had done the left and right one. And only the middle one was left. And I oh, looked yeah, and there yeah. was only the middle bar was, was remaining. I was like, aha. I see. Um, yeah. And Feedback. also, I guess, I guess now's a, a good a time as any to mention what I wanted to circle back to about the lanterns, a oh. uh, uh, full 40 seconds ago, <laughs> which was that, um, uh, these lanterns uh, go out as you as you clear the areas. So the little bars um, sort of uh, disappear, and the and the the lanterns are. I, I guess I think of more as like a chandelier because they're hanging from the ceiling. They're lit up sure. kind of like an orangey yellow, and they go out. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's simple and maybe not that much of note, but I I did note that it's sort of an inversion of what you would normally do in a video game. Is it's kind of. Uh, generally your interaction is thought of as additive. Yes. It's like, Oh, oh, I do this thing. And then these three things light up. Uh, and, and I, I think I remarked upon it one because I was like, Oh, well normally you'd be at first it was because I didn't notice that the lights were going out until there was only one left. And I was like, Oh, these have been going out. Yeah. But also the room had gotten darker. And once you've done all three, uh, the room is really black and the door behind the bar opens up. And that's like the only source source of of light light, really. Um, and so, uh, it's, is kind of, um, 
I mean, I think maybe this game uh, that has to do something with what, what this game is has to say or sort of thematically evoking because after you open all three doors, you kind of go through a final area that's uh, lit up uh, bright white uh, and there's all these little uh, black statues of which there are a few scattered throughout the sort of hub area um, and uh, you you walk past two big rows of them. They're basically lined up on either side of you. Yeah. Um, and Creepy. then you, you yeah, I, I got to say that those things even so I did you, you saw the like in the main area, there's also some of those, but they're like almost, see-through. yeah, they're like translucent. Uh, oh, those translucent, things excuse me. already creeped me out a little bit. I was just like, I, I was like waiting for them to like move. Uh, it's funny. I, I, I wrote, I wrote a note, uh, in, uh, in my notebook because when I first got into that room, I was like, Oh, those little guys are creepy. Those guys, little, little guys are going to start moving around. Uh, yeah. or I'm going to turn around. They're going to be behind me. And yeah, then yeah. after I did like the first area, I'm like, you know what? I was, I misjudged these guys. They're just, uh, innocuous, uh, little statues and it's fine. And this game's not going to do that to me. And then the ending of the game, of course they uh, end up being very yeah. creepy, which is yeah, that how you, it, you, yeah, go ahead. You, you, uh, you can describe it. Go ahead. Well, you walk down the hallway through the big empty white room that just has the, uh, the little black statues, uh, and then you pull another lever that's just like the the ones you've seen before, except this one's just black and white. Um, and there's another shatter. Uh, and then the room goes dark. And you turn around, and suddenly all the statues now have eyes, and they're like st- they're staring at you. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's creepy as fuck. It's like so. Um, it's deeply unsettling. I was really <laughs> expecting them to like you know, jump up at me or something. Because then the other thing that happens is the doorway you came from. Uh, it's like the place it leads to has changed, but mm-hmm. from where you're standing at the pillar where you pulled the lever, you can't quite see what's over there. So you just like mm-hmm. see movement kind of, and you're like, Oh God, something's oh. down there. Um, yep. And all the creepy statues are staring at you. And, and in the it, very nice effect, which is that they actually, their, um, sight follows you. So no matter yep. where you're standing, uh, as you walk down the hallway, uh, it looks like they're all staring at you and they have like, um, their eyes are sight is sort of slanted, like, a you know, like they're angry or glaring at you. Yeah. Or something. And, and, and there's ooh. this, there's a, there's a really good, like subtle lighting effect, which is that, uh, it's pretty common in games for your, um, your player character in first person games. I should say that your player character has like a very, uh, light sort of ambient light emission, right. uh, because, uh, natural, like as humans in the real world, even in pitch darkness, as thing, if you things are close enough, you can kind of start to see them. And so the way that uh, many games sort of emulate this is that you have sort of sure. you sort of emit like a, a light light. But basically, how 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 that plays out in this in this sequence where you're in a pitch black room and all you can see are these glowing white eyes staring at you is like as you're walking down uh, the, the 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 line with you know sets of statues on either side staring at you you can see sort of the outline of them for just a moment as you pass yeah, by them they yeah. sort of they sort of come out of the blackness and you can s- sort of see like s- barely more than a silhouette god it's so good it's it's like really yeah. striking uh, visual as you said you're sort of moving toward this motion that you can see back in the direction you came but it's clearly different uh and anyway you you get back there and you um you sort of go through the tunnel from the beginning but uh in reverse and this time rather than being you know a dark world with light around it's kind of like a black world and then the the world you're peering into just has these uh strange there's like stuff falling through like little chunks of something falling through the air and there's like these 
these big uh, like motes of light. There's a bunch of graphical effects basically uh, coming through. And then you, you sort of walk to the end of this space and then uh, you are, you sort of walk and you basically walk into what looks like a giant bird cage and yep. then cut to black. And, and then there's ends. like a final sort of scene where uh, you're not in first person anymore. I assume you're not in first person anymore as the camera kind of like shows, shows a, a bird cage in the black and uh, a, a song uh, played on guitar with some singing comes in. And yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's a very strong uh, uh, ending to, yeah. to an interesting game. It, it's really, um, it's got a, got a feel to it, you know, got a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, the whole final sequence, I really felt like um, did a great job of just totally like turning around the the mood of the space because I, uh, you know, I had I was sort of playing the game as kind of like you know uh, a curious child exploring a playground or something, and then mm. it just like as soon as those those like little dudes are staring at you, you just feel very unwelcome. It's just like suddenly you're oh, like, yeah. oh my god, I'm not supposed to be here. Like this is these things don't want me to be here, uh, and uh -huh. you you just feel really out of place. And the thing that I actually noticed. I, I I was wondering if you got this impression, but the shape of their their heads, I don't know if it was just because now they're looking at you or if it actually had changed, but they looked mm. a little more bird-like in their heads. Like they're, they, oh. they kind of came to a point. Um, and I, I was almost wondering if they're supposed to be evoking a a bird at all but i don't, I don't know. know if that was if that was i didn't i didn't note that specifically but it, it, yeah. it could be uh it, it could be the case um yeah i mean that's I'm not, not I'm a not it, i didn't have any particular thoughts about that but it did sort of seem like sure. that to me um and then and then there's sort of like almost like weirdly befitting the feeling of guilt you have um mm -hmm. from like shattering this pillar or whatever because they seem mad at you uh, as you walk yeah. into a cage it's almost like uh, like a kind of like you you're being punished for what you did or something. Sure. Yeah. It kind of gave me the feeling. I mean, I was going to tie this in with the, 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 the whole like lights shutting off aspect. Yeah. Uh, it, it felt like, uh, maybe the game was, uh, you know, questioning you for, you know, just going through and interacting with every little thing that's interactable and you're actually, you know, sucking the light and color out of this world and then yeah. you, you're like literally nothing is compelling you other than your own uh, curiosity to interact with these different things and then sort of walk into the, you know, walk toward the motion until you are in a, you know, cage. Right. So um, I don't know. I don't have a, a real cohesive thought about that. Uh, and it seems like the, the type of experience where, uh, it's, uh, you know, intentionally ambiguous and doesn't have a super specific, uh, meaning, but it definitely gave me a feeling of, of, of like, uh, emptiness and a little bit of guilt of like, yeah. Oh man, these creepy little statue guys, I took away all the light and they're not happy. Nuh uh, yeah, I don't really know. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's intentionally supposed to be more evocative than, you know, something that has a, a, you know, determinate meaning, meaning, but um, it does uh, seem like there's a kind of like theme of of like like uh, freedom and guilt and choice. Uh, like the you know the the theme of being a caged bird is like you know the symbol sure. for being trapped, uh, and it's that's the title. And then it's about you ending up in a cage, and like the the way you end up there is just by like following the pre prescribed path. Um, yeah. So not. Uh, not sure what to make of it totally, yeah. which, you know, probably not supposed to make a, 
you know, be like, this is what it means. Sure. But, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's not as cut and dry as Bioshock, but it leaves you, <laughs> I honestly left me with a more distinct and honestly earned feeling of, uh, of the consequences of uh, just doing, just playing the damn video game, you know? Yeah, because this one, it's not like, see, Bioshock, it really wants you to take it literally, right? Like, yes, ha, absolutely. you thought you had choices, but you didn't. Boom, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. And then this, it's more like, it's like about that, not being like, yes. It's like yep. about the experience of like, of, um, you know, feeling guilty or feeling like uh, you've done something that you didn't understand the consequences of, not of like, haha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and also one thing I wanted to say is I, I sort of in perusing the itch page. I saw a few comments have been like, I was confused. This is a weird game, but it looks cool or, or something, which I think is kind of reductive. Like sure. It's in a way, it's a nice thing to say uh, of just like, it looks good or something, uh, but it's weird. And <laughs> Oh, it's zany or like lol or like, I don't know. You get the like YouTube let's player guys. Just like I played this game. It was weird. And yeah, I watched whatever. Both of them. They were fine. Yeah. <laughs> they were, you know, I whatever. didn't watch any of them. I never watch any of the, them. Well, so uh. I really like, I don't know if this is the comment you're talking about, but the one that I really like is a really weird game. I wonder if these games have reason why they weird is. And then <laughs> Tyler, uh, Spitansky responds. I tried to make a different game, but it didn't work. <laughs> 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 I like that response. Incredible. Yeah. I did He's like, I wanted to do something different, but you know, <laughs> but it didn't work. So I made this cool thing instead. But <laughs> I also think just calling this game weird or being like, it looks good, but it's weird. And I don't get it is like, it's, it's sad to me that it's like that. And it feels like a very reductive way to think about a game that is, uh, like if it was just weird, it wouldn't be nearly so good at like evoking, uh, like a feeling and mood and eliciting, uh, like an emotional or, or even just sort of like any reaction, yeah. uh, with how little is actually here and how, uh, simplistic or even like, uh, rudimentary. Some of like the visuals are, uh, like I think it, sometimes people, uh, undersell how, hard it can be to make something like this land. And maybe it's because it didn't land for those people, which, uh, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, Philistines or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't. I, I please do don't think it I mean that like sincerely. More, more people in the comments section, um, were willing to, you know, like accepted the invitation of the game than did. Yes. Uh, like yeah. took it as like, is, you know, here's a, a chance to uh, experience something strange. Um, in, uh, and not just in a like little random way, but in like, a um, has a, a kind of purpose to it. Um, yeah. What you get, what you get on itch.io shouts out to itch.io for staying, <laughs> for staying the, the band camp of video games where <laughs> people will engage sincerely with your weird shit. Yeah. It's uh, true. and it's great. Thank yeah, you. Sh shouts out to itch.io. They'll record a podcast about you it's wild people will sit down for 45 minutes to talk about a 15 minute game <laughs> uh did you have did you have any other uh thoughts well i about did have one little thing i just wanted to shout out which is that um so did you notice so this game has a little i would say like a soft vaporwave uh color palette not like you know mm. strongly vaporwave but the mm. in the blue room 
the the water around the the like platform like i don't know it's like some uh-huh. sort of fountain or something um it's like tealish blue with purple uh-huh. overlaid it and that uh-huh. just totally made me think of the um you know the vaporwave cup design sure. you know what i'm talking about the yeah the 90s cup pattern uh yeah okay so i'm not crazy so that is no you're not you're not it, crazy it almost I mean, seemed like that is what it's supposed to be evoking but I don't know if that's I I tend to think that uh, the impact of vaporwave on our culture has uh, uh, is 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 deep enough, especially Internet culture, that sure. uh, in a case like this, it's probably just the the broader cultural impact of yeah, yeah. of vaporwave than vaporwave specifically. Nothing about this f- uh, explicitly no, yeah, is like it didn't feel vaporwave at all. Like vaporwave yeah, is really which like is, would, there's a kind of like irony to like yes. to- a tonal irony to vaporwave that um, this game I didn't, I didn't think of, which is a weird, when I mean, you think about it as a weird thing to say, considering there's literally not a word in this whole game that you, sure. you or, or a narrative or a plot, like, but somehow uh-huh. it, it doesn't feel ironic. It feels like sincere in a way. And I don't really know how to account for that, but it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's largely just kind of like a bit of a pastel color palette that sure because of, because of, you know, being in the internet in 2019 where vaporwave has been hugely influ- influential uh you you kind of see you know uh a bright pink or like a bright but muted pink and a bright but muted blue and you're like ooh oh vaporwave <laughs> macintosh plus uh keep going don't anyway, stop i i must stop <laughs> uh any fair. any other stray thoughts here um, no, that's, uh, that's all I had. So, um, I guess that means we can, uh, introduce our game for next week, um, which is called an afternoon rippling, uh, which is a, I, you know, it's a very ambiguous trailer, so we don't actually have a strong sense of what it's about, but it seems like some sort of visual novel narrative type game, um, about, uh, getting lost after your car breaks down. So, um, yeah, we'll be playing that next week. It's by Marcy uh, Lacerte. Um, we, if you want to play that game along with us uh, before the episode, um, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. We tweet out links to all the games we play uh, a week in advance of our playing them. Uh, we just do it as part of the, the same tweet that um, we release the, the episode for, uh, for the week. So if you want that, uh, make sure to follow us. Um, or if you want to just get updates about the podcast, new episodes, or if you want to give us a recommendation for a game, um, uh, you can find us there. Uh, so follow us at EdgeGuardCast, and we will talk to you next time.